You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Tim McMaster here along with MLB.com Red Sox reporter Ian Brown. And Ian, it's it was an exciting weekend for Red Sox fans who were able to make the trip to Connecticut to Foxwoods for the Sox winter weekend. Can you just kind of explain what this event is all about? Because I know there's all sorts of players there and coaches and fans really get some close time with the players. Yeah, you know, it's a really great event, Tim. The Red Sox started it last year, and after you see how well it's run, you wonder why they didn't do this for years before. But, uh, you know, it's really a great opportunity in the middle of winter um, in a spacious environment like Foxwoods Casino where you can have some real um, interaction with the Red Sox players. You know, there's panels. Um, on the nuances of the game, whether it's front office, whether it's their, they had an infield panel, an outfield panel. They had Pedro Martinez and Jason Veritek breaking down the uh, sort of pitcher-catcher dynamic and how you break down a lineup and just all kinds of things. And even when the panels weren't going on, um, anyone hanging out that, at that casino would see a Red Sox player sort of um, hanging out, you know, in a more relaxed environment than they are in the, in the during the season, and I saw one guy at a restaurant who was just super excited when he ran into Wade Boggs, and well, Wade took a picture with this guy in this entire um, dinner party, and just just stuff like that, you know. And that's really what it's what it's all about. It's just uh, you know having a chance to interact with some of these players um, who you watch or you used to watch, and you uh, you know you can just get a, a closer look. So uh, it was a, a a snowstorm, so it was a good weekend to be inside too. <laughs> so yeah, it uh, really worked out. Absolutely, and I know you were down there, and you have an article up right now about Dustin Pedroia and his off season, and I guess he's getting down to or back to working on his speed, working on his quickness. What's his philosophy behind that? Yeah, well, I think what happened was Dustin Pedroia last year, um, last winter, his hands were finally healthy again. He had so many years where he had um, hand injuries, and he hadn't been able to lift weights the way he had in years past, so he really focused on getting his power back last year. And um, in so doing, he um, unknowingly sacrificed some of his speed, I think, because he didn't work as much at that aspect last game, last year. He's so obsessed with sort of uh, getting the power back. So this year he said, look, I only stole two bases last year. And uh, he knows he needs to, uh, you know, some of the metrics say they lost a step on defense last year, too. Um, of course, the hamstring injury that he had in June did, didn't help there. So I think he really, just really wants to get back to being more of the all-around player, maybe not worrying so much about the power. Um, you know, the strength is still there, so the power is probably going to come again like he did last year. But just, you know, as he said, get to the point where he can, you know, beat a team 10 different ways again because that's when the Red Sox were at their, are at their best for Pedroia. Uh, is at his best at 32 years old. He's still an important important uh, piece of this team. I think Red Sox fans, though, have a vivid memory of Pedroia injuring himself, sliding into second base. So do you think maybe maybe steal more than two bases? But I would think the Red Sox don't want him running all over the base paths just because you can't afford to have this guy get hurt again. Yeah, no, I think uh, if he can steal maybe 15 bases, uh, 20 at the most, you know, that's that's right where he used to be. Um, and I think that would, you know, it's a combination of Pedroia um, and Mookie at the top of the lineup in front of Xander and David and uh, Hanley Ramirez. You know, that, that could be a pretty nice combination for them. All right, let's get into some of the Red Sox top prospects, Ian, as we head towards the season, because the Red Sox, despite having all these players come up through the system that are now on the big league team, and despite all the players that they sent to San Diego in the Craig Kimbrell deal, they still really have a loaded system that's still in the top of the rankings, which is kind of remarkable, the amount of talent that they've had down there. But at the upper levels, as far as your top couple of guys, as far as ratings go, 
You have Yohan Moncada, first of all, and then Rafael Devers. We'll get to him in a minute. But let's start with Moncada. Obviously, he's a guy they threw a lot of money at to get him from Cuba. And I think in his first season, once he got his feet wet, he kind of looks like he, he warranted that, that spending. Yeah, he really did. You know, I had a chance to, uh, you know, to talk to him at the writers' dinner the other day. He was there as the um, the Red Sox minor league player of the year, and just uh, you know, he just seems a lot more comfortable now that he's had about a year to get used to, you know, living in the United States and um, getting into pro baseball. And you know, he says that even though they had a good year last year, he thinks he can play a lot better. Uh, this guy stole 50 bases in the minors last year, so you really have to be excited about what he can do in all facets of the game that, you know, this guy can really be um, kind of a megastar. I think, so they're, uh, you know, they're very excited about, about what they have there. And uh, I think that the future is pretty bright for uh, Yohan Moncada. Yeah. And he's just 20 years old, obviously. And, and there's no rush. I mean, he comes over when they signed him, he was a second baseman in Cuba, but from, from what I've heard, defense is maybe the weakest tool in a guy who has a lot of tools. Um, you have Dustin Pedroia at second base. Seems like he's still going to be there a while. So do you think it's more likely that Moncada ends up moving positions sometime between now and when he gets to the major leagues? Yeah, I don't see Moncada as a, as a second baseman in the major leagues. He's a pretty big guy. Um, and to me, he projects as more like a third baseman or an outfielder. So I think you'll see him um, in the next year or so shift to one of those spots. I'd say next year, you know, um, you, Similar to what you saw Mookie Betts uh, in 2014, where earlier in the year the Red Sox moved Mookie Betts from second base to the outfields, I think you'll see similar with Moncada, probably, uh, I would say, 2017. And that seems like the timeline, right, that he could get, I mean, if everything goes well and he keeps progressing, he could find his way to Boston at some point during the 2017 season? Yeah, I think that's the goal. I think you use this year as another year to sort of round out the development. You know, maybe if things go perfectly this year, um, he winds up in Double A by the end of the year, and then maybe he starts next year. You know, either in Double A or Triple A, and then you know, next thing you know, he's in Boston. But yeah, a whole lot of excitement about this guy. Then another one of the club's top prospects I mentioned, Raphael Devers, and this guy just 19 right now, and. I know the highest power ceiling in the system. He really has some pop in that bat. He played in the Futures game in 2015. He's probably a little further away from the majors than Mankata is, but uh, what have you heard about Devers? Yeah, they love him. They love his swing. Um, they love the projectability for power as he continues to grow. And, uh, you know, you don't for whatever reason, you don't hear about him as much as you hear about, uh, you know, some of the other guys in the system. But uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of reasons for you know for excited for excitement with with uh, a guy like this. And you know, the, again, there's no rush with him. Especially the Red Sox have a lot of uh, talent already at the major league level, so it's not like they need a you know a star impact star right now. So you you know you just keep being methodical with him. Make sure he doesn't skip any steps on his development. And uh, another guy could be a, a big part of the future of the Red Sox. And power is so hard to find. It seems like, especially when it comes to. Uh, affordable power, which is exactly what a guy like Devers could be when he gets to the major leagues. Now, we mentioned that Moncada likely could end up at the hot corner moving over from second base. Now, Devers has been a third baseman, but it seems like he may not end up staying there either, right? Yeah, I haven't heard as much about Devers and what position uh, you know he, he could wind up. Uh, you know, if they do decide he's their third baseman, then like I said, he could do, uh, move Moncada to the outfield. So, yeah, the Red Sox will kind of worry about those things, you know, when they get to it. They think that both of these guys are very athletic and can play uh, different positions. 
And, uh, and the key is just to, for them to keep focusing on what's ahead of them development-wise and to not uh, lose sight of any of that so they are fully ready once they come up to Boston. Yeah, and plenty of time to figure that all out as far as Devers go. I would think we won't see him in Boston until 2018. And, of course, we say when these guys will get to Boston, but we've seen Dave Dombrowski not afraid to pull that big trade, and these would I would think Mankata not likely to be traded considering the the bonus money that they gave him. But right. but Devers, who knows uh, if if that presents itself, he could be a guy that that would be a valuable trade chip as well. Uh, those are both obviously position players. Just wanted to get one more take from you as far as prospects and pitching because I think. Brian Johnson's the highest-rated prospect as far as pitching goes right now. The new rankings on MLB.com and MLBPipeline.com will be coming out next month. But Johnson's rated highly, and he's a guy who's actually going to have an impact on this 2016 club. I really think so. You know, every year you go in and you look at your rotation, and right now the Red Sox have, um, you know, five guys projected for their rotation in Price, uh, Buckles, Porcello. Eddie Rodriguez and Joe Kelly, but we all know how it goes. Somebody will get hurt. Somebody will be ineffective. And you're going to need that next guy to step in. And that's why, you know, I think John Farrell is really going to be looking at Brian Johnson this spring um, to see if he's going to be that guy who's ready to be the first guy they call up. They really love what Johnson did for them last spring. Um, the problem is that, uh, you know, he got that uh, nerve irritation in his, in his elbow uh, in the middle of the season. And then when the Red Sox had a real need for a starting pitcher in September, Johnson couldn't pitch. I know that was a bitter pill to swallow for him because he was watching all his friends from the farm system help out at the major league level. and He, he really wants to be the next guy to help out. So, yeah, I think this is a big year uh, for Brian Johnson to see if he might be really a second-half addition for the Red Sox this year. He was down at the Rookie Career Development Program as well down in Virginia a few weeks back, and I know he talked about he got to make that big league debut, but like you mentioned, the injury came, and while he got – you know, that toe in the water and making that big league debut and, and getting to pitch at the big league level ended up just being that one thing. But maybe maybe that was extra motivation for him in the offseason. Yeah, I think so. And just as the timing was when he got that taste of the major leagues there in Houston, I don't think his arm was completely right. I think he was trying to trying to pitch through it a little bit and probably learn something from that. But, uh, yeah, I think that he's very motivated to really uh, be ready to – um, not just uh, get back to the major leagues, but pitch well one, once he does, sort of like Eduardo Rodriguez did last year. Plenty of optimism around these 2016 Red Sox, but as you hear, there's, there's plenty of optimism about the future as well because lots of talent still coming up through that system. That's going to do it for this edition of MLB.com Extras, our Boston Red Sox edition. Ian Brown, thanks a lot for your time. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.